On today's GMO with Josh and Joe, we have a full entire weekend of football. So complete. Oh, it's amazing. All is right in the world. It just seems like Mercury is in Gatorade right now and the universe has aligned or whatever the astrology people say. Um, we talk about the NFL first. We got to start with the NFL with that game last night, the Monday night game, Buffalo Bills versus the Jets. We go into detail about that. What a game. Unbelievable. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll highlight a few of the, uh, a few of the games, um, in the NFL that we thought we, we need to talk that needs to be talked about. Um, we go into a little more detail about certain games such as the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. Saints versus the Titans and the Lions versus the Chiefs, but we have a, a few more sprinkled in there. Then we get to our college football segment. This is going to be our main segment um, throughout the year. We talk, um, obviously, must-see TV, Colorado versus Nebraska. Primetime again. Primetime again. It was weird because they were the second highest rated game this week, but only behind Texas and Alabama. Now, the fact that you were really close to Texas and Alabama says a lot about you. It seems to be a common theme right now. Second second best uh, week one and week two. Yep, yep. And he's, and he's second against these powerhouses. And it's Colorado who went 1-11 last year. Mm-hmm. We get to more of the uh, college football games. Miami, Texas A&M, USC, Stanford. Uh, do a little <clears throat> LSU versus Grambling because, you know, we needed a get-right game. Yep. We had to have a get-right game. Um, do UNC, App State? Almost. 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 So close. And then finally we finish off with a little U.S. Open talk. A little tennis. A little tennis. A little tennis. Talking tennis. Yep. All right. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to JMO, Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, September 12th, and Joe, we finally had a full fucking weekend of football. It was so complete. Life so complete. Life is, is as it should be. Everything feels, it, it feels back to normal. I feel, I feel like, uh, I'm, I feel like myself again. You yeah. know, uh, off season, it just, uh, I, it, it, it puts me out of whack. And now I'm, I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders. Well, that's why they call it the off season because you feel off right. that entire that entire time. Good. It's aptly named. It's yes. aptly named. Uh, I do want to take one minute. Um, let's give a moment of silence for uh, the 9/11 victims. Okay, that's good. All right, I wanted to acknowledge that. Um, I was watching the the New York uh, Yankees versus Boston game tonight, and they had the. Uh, <clears throat> The New York Fire Department and the New York Police Department hats on. It was kind of cool. I love it. I love that tribute. It's great. Yeah. It's great. It's good. But anyways, fucking football is back all the way back. (laughs) All the way fucking back, dude. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun because then you get a full slate of college during uh, Saturday and a full slate of NFL on Sunday. And a fucking banging ass game on Monday. Yes. Just well, actually, let's let's just dive into it. Let's uh, like I know we're we're gonna talk a little bit more about college football, uh, just because that's 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 what Joe and I are passionate about. We I honestly, if you take if you ask me if I'm gonna take college football over the NFL, I'm gonna say college football ten times out of ten. I don't. That's just that's just how we are. That's how I. It might have been how because of how we were raised. We were just. We may have been brainwashed to to love college football more, but if you ever live down south, you'll just you'll realize college football just means a little bit more. Like yeah, we, we love our Saints. It's a product of our surroundings for sure. Yeah, we love our Saints. Don't get me wrong, but there's nothing like college football down south. <laughs> yeah, I, I think everybody knows that the SEC just means more, but um. I, th- I think also, too, you don't have as much of a cluster of, like, a lot of professional teams down here. So, just, uh, you see more, a little bit more college teams, and then there's just more, you know, it's just more prevalent with um, the culture down here. So, it makes a lot of sense right. when you dive into it all. But, we have to we have to talk about Monday Night Football, because so many things happened. This was one of the, this was a great fucking game, first of all. Let's, what a let's, game. Let's go ahead and just say that. 
Second of all, Aaron Rodgers is out. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> right? That's like that's that that name a bigger letdown. I know his highlight reel just became him carrying the American flag out into the field. Right. That was it. That was his highlight. He played what three snaps? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Jesus. Like try 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 and name a bigger letdown. What's a bigger letdown than that? I mean, just think about it. We've had the whole entire offseason for the hype. Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. We even had Hard Knocks, the entire Hard Knocks series, just, like, idolized, basically, Aaron Rodgers. People fell in love with the Jets. Yes. Because of that. Yes. Um, And then (laughs) he literally, because, yeah, the report's out. I mean, it's sad to say, but he's out the entire year. He's out for the season. He's done. Done, done. Whoops. Um. Yeah, dude. I I don't know what. To, I mean, like, but, all right. Let's let, let's talk about the game. The the Jets defense is for real. The I mean, we knew that last. We knew that like coming out of last year, going into this year, the Jets are the Jets defense are for, is for real. They, that Gibson dude. That's gotta be. That's gotta be one of the best stories so far from week one. What he he got signed like last week or something. Or a week and a half ago or something? Yeah, well, he was even featured on Hard Knocks as well, that last episode. Right, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I guess the game-winning, uh, game, basically the game-winning touchdown. Walk-off punt return. Walk-off. I always love a good walk-off. Uh-huh. Love a good walk-off. Um, but, yeah, so you know what you're going to get out of Zach Wilson if you're the Jets, right? Oh, bas- yeah, yeah. So you can't stick with Zach Wilson. He already had the milfs turning on him during during the game. We saw that. We yeah. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you have your only thing going for you turn on you, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Uh, we'll, I, s- we'll see. He did make a couple of good throws. I, I just think they were saved by their defense, special teams, and Garrett Wilson catch. Yes, yes. The Garrett Wilson touchdown was the touchdown catch was unreal. Yeah, because I was going straight for the defender, and he just kind of snagged it away from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And that's what um, it's kind of a bittersweet sweet thing for me because that uh, that's what solidified my loss for my fantasy league. Um, I was playing Ooh. against Garrett Wilson. I needed him to not get another point. Yeah, it was not to get another point at that at that part of the game. And he got the touchdown. I, I, I didn't really have high hopes, but I still have mixed feelings about it. But yeah, it was an unreal catch. Unreal catch. Um he's gonna be an unreal player. I it it, it kinda like it brings a tear to your eye whenever uh you hear about the reports of Aaron Rodgers pretty much saying, Sorry, kid. It's just like sorry, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know what else. To it's tell like you. a father to his son. Yeah, it's like I failed you. Yeah, sorry. And like it, it sucks. It sucks. It really does. Cause like I mean like, it like just coming from a a different a, a fan like a Saints fan perspective, for instance, like just a, a fan's perspective from any other division. Like obviously the Patriots fans, the Bills fans, the Dolphins fans. They're probably they may not be happy, but they're not they're not they're not quite upset about it. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as far as from my perspective, I was excited to see how Aaron Rodgers would do in the at the Jets. Oh yeah, I think it would have been fun. So are the Jets cursed? I, they might be. Joe Namath is the last person to ever win a Super, last quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. I think we should start talking about the Jets curse. The Jets curse. Yeah, I mean, because I don't know where it exactly stems from. We might have to do delve into the history of the Jets to Dude, figure it out. I, honestly, if you look at most curses. They all just stem from shit that got made up. Yeah, so we'll just make something up. We'll but, make something up, yeah. But it just seems too much of a coincidence that, you know, they had everything kind of going for them this year, and this happens right at the beginning. Yeah. They have the butt fumble. Like, the literally the worst play of all time. Yeah. They they just haven't been good in, literally, since Joe Montana, or Joe Namath. Yeah. I mean, the, they... The 60s. That was 63, I think. Mm-hmm. They're cursed. They are. They're. They're fucking cursed. It's I'm just a, saying. This, I, I think this is like this is like um, like the curse of the great great Bambino. Like the, uh, when the Red Sox got cursed when they traded away uh, Babe Ruth. Yep. This is like along those lines. This is like um, Wrigley Field. Okay. I'm sorry. The 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 Cubs were cursed. They mm. haven't. They hadn't won one since what 1903. Something like that. There right? was the uh, the the voodoo curse on the Saints. 
Mm-hmm. The Saints had a curse that they would never win the Super Bowl. They broke out of that. Yep, yep. I, th- I think the Jets are cursed. There's the Madden curse, too. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, the Madden curse. That's well, a good one. That's, that's... going to go. That's gonna come along, actually, during this game well, yeah. uh, with uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen might have the Madden curse this year. Dude, Josh Allen, he needs to. He needs a little bit of self-control. Like, he... Did you see? He dove into defenders. Yeah. Like, I'm talking not just dove into the ground. He launched himself five feet in the air. It was like five and a half feet in the air. Five foot five inches in the air. Head first. Yeah. Like, you're, you have so many, so many rules to protect you as a quarterback. And you're going to dive head first five and a half feet in the air into two oncoming defenders? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Look, the most physical, gifted quarterback that I know, I'm going to say this, Cam Newton. He, he, Still, well, he was. He was. Yes, yes. It's physically gifted. I think Cam Newton beats everybody. For but, your for, for you people who don't who haven't like seen vintage Cam Newton, first of all, go look at the 2010 Auburn Tigers. Second, go look at the 2015 Carolina Panthers. Then you will see how good Cam Newton actually was. He was unstoppable. He was Superman. I, I think Dan or Dan Mullen in the Swamp Kings documentary even said that. Yeah. That he was the best quarterback on the team. But obviously you had, you know. You had to go with Tim Tebow. The almighty Tim Tebow. Yeah, you weren't going to just. <laughs> <laughs> How do you lose your job in 10 days? That <laughs> How do you get cursed to hell in 10 days? Yes. Yeah, fire Tim Tebow. Yeah, you're going straight to hell, dude. Um, But yeah, no, it was a, it was a, a Epic game, honestly, it was kind of an epic game. Yeah, it, it was great way to end off the first end off week one. Um, are the Bills bad? Mm. Are the Bills bad? I like we we gotta ask the question. Are the Bills bad? I mean, if I feel like if they don't throw like f- three interceptions and one and fumble the ball once, it's a little bit of a different game. I think. I think. Um, I think the Jets are just that good on defense. Yeah. Um, I was going to try and do some, like, oh, they, they didn't let DeMar Hamlin play. That's why they lost type thing. But DeMar Hamlin, like, like let's just call a spade a spade. He kind of sucks. He's just not good at football. Like, I understand people feel bad for him, but, bro, when you're not, if you're not good at football, you're just not good at football, man. Well, just put it this way. You're when, alive still. When did we... That's true. When did we hear about DeMar Hamlin before that incident? Never. No one ever heard of DeMar Hamlin. I don't think he was, like, rated as a top safety in the league, so. No, he, he's, he wasn't even, like, I, he, was, he was barely a bottom-tier safety. That's why he was playing on punt returns and shit. Yeah. He was on special teams. That's how you know you suck if you're, on speci- if you're solely on special teams. They just keep you around. Just You just got to make one good play a game. Mm-hmm. Um. Any, never mind. <laughs> um. You got anything else on the Jets Bills? Oh, that's about it. Let's do a little bit of NFL. Some Saints versus Titans. Here's my thing. People talk a lot of shit about this game, and rightfully so. There was no. There was one. One touchdown scored the entire fucking game. Um. My thing is, they got the first. The Saints got the first. Um. The first week jitters out. Okay. So. Yeah, we started off slow in the first half. I liked how we played in the second half, right? It was no. good. It, 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 it was good. I, yeah. I think we figured we figured some shit out. Um, Derek Carr seemed like he felt a little more comfortable in the second half. Yep, yep. Um, and we played good defense against a Mike Vrabel team. Yeah. No, I was uh, I was actually had the benefit of being at the game. Yeah, you 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 saw it, huh? Yep. So I got to see it firsthand with my own two eyeballs. Nice and uh, yeah, no, it was it was kind of that way, and um, you know, feeding off into the home crowd energy, I definitely thought the refs were trying to steal it away from us. It just seems like the refs just do not like the Saints. No, the, the refs never like the Saints. They do not. They, we had a, a non PI call yet again against um, on Chris Olave on a deep pass where he tef- definitely got tackled down. But again, reiterating, we the, have we have like uh, historical evidence like for the past six seven years. Yeah, 
it's it just, I don't know what it is. We'll, we'll always play against you know, the opposing team and the refs. And the refs. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, King Henry did get his highlight reel with uh, a nice shove on Marcus May. But Marcus May get, was able to get an interception to counter that. Yep, yep. Mark, I actually liked how Marcus May played. Uh, yeah, he. it was a bad look. Yeah, it was a Derek, bad look. Derrick Henry shoved him into a black hole, pretty much. And But that that's Derrick Henry does that. He does that stuff. He does that. He does that type of stuff. Um, nothing as bad as uh, who Jalen Ramsey, the Jalen Ramsey stiff arm. Oh yeah, that was the worst one. That was so, basically dribbling his head on the field. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Derek. Here's the thing. They held Derek Henry to like 63 yards rushing. Yeah, I know Derek Henry's old, but hey. No, Give the me de- something. Defense played incredible, and I don't care what the people are going to say about Ryan Tannehill. That he, Saints defense is good. He, the Saints defense is good. Yeah, sure, Ryan Tannehill might be might might not be good, but I mean the way the way Lattimore was locking down DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was sexy. It, it was, was sexy. It was Marshawn sexy. Lattimore should have had two interceptions that game. Oh, I know. He should have had two. Marshawn Lattimore, I think he's the top five top five cornerback in the league for sure. He's been disrespected yes. lately, and he's been reading the news. So he actually he knows that he's out. He's out on a uh, a revenge tour for yep, sure. Yep, yep. I agree. I agree. Um, I hope he he does like a Darren Sharper, a two thousand nine Darren Sharper, and just leads the league in interceptions by like five interceptions. Yeah, love it. It would be awesome. Marshawn Lattimore, thirteen interceptions. You hear you hear it here first. <laughs> um, it's a game of field goals. I I. The defense didn't allow a touchdown. It's week one. We got the W. That's up. That's it. We got the W. Not much more you can ask for. No. I mean, sure. We won by one point against the fucking Titans. I don't care. Yeah. I will say this. This is a cool fact from the game. So I don't know um, if everybody was seeing it on the TV. I didn't see the broadcast. But so this game they were honoring... Um, Two two uh, former players, Steve Gleason and Tim Shaw, yep. that are both battling ALS. Tim Shaw used to play for Tennessee. He's kind of our he's kind of the Tennessee Steve Gleason. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they were both in attendance, and it was just fitting to see that block punt that oh, the Saints I, had. I know, right? That was so great. <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. But yeah, it's a little cool fact from the game. Yeah, nice little. Uh... Steve Gleason, in fact, <clears throat> but yeah, I still I I'm, I still stand by my take. I think the Saints are going to win thirteen games. Oh, they definitely look good. I mean, they're they're definitely going to be led by the defense. Just need Carr to make a couple of plays. Kind of like he called that last play, that deep ball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To Rashid, uh, he actually they actually show Shahid, inside inside the NFL um, a segment that they're doing. He actually talked. They saw him talking to Pete Carmichael, and he's like, "Hey, give me a go. Give me a give me a go with Shahid." And even Jameson's on the sideline. He's like, "Yeah." Oh, I love Jameson. <laughs> I love Jameson so much. <laughs> and then he goes to he goes to Shahid, and he's like, "Hey, I want you just to sprint. I want run. you to run, run." And the man, yeah, just called. He his, ran. He called his he's number. So, Shahid, he's so fast. Yeah, so he's fast. So fast. I love our wide receivers. Michael Michael Thomas, steady hands, can the slot great great slot wide receiver. Chris Olave is honestly he's he might be the most underrated wide receiver in the in the game right now. Mm-hmm. And then Shahid, oh, let's go, brilliant, let's go. Juwan Johnson, <laughs> let's do it. I love. Uh, we need to get Jimmy Graham in there. He just look. I'll, I'm ex- my old. expectation. I'm setting expectations for him. My expectation for him. I just need a couple touch- touchdowns scattered throughout the year. Yep, yep. I want to see him dunk on the goalpost. Yes. I'll pay. I'll help pay for the fine. We'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah. All right. Let's get to a couple of the games. Um, Bengals versus Browns. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Burrow, Burrow wasn't ready. Yeah, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. They he probably got came back too soon. He wasn't ready. Browns aren't that good. Yeah, I, I don't understand the Jamar Elves comment. Just don't. Don't give them bulletin bulletin board material. Well, I know we we I you, preached this. You, you you and I both just say this till we're blue in the face. Stop giving bulletin board material. I think some people just need like a filter 
so you know how they have that that segment with uh, Key and Peele? They have the Barack Obama translator. Oh yeah. Every single NFL player needs to hire somebody like that. Mm-hmm. They need. They just need to like have. They need to say all the right things, but have someone else say what they mean for them. Their interpreter. Their interpreter. So that they at least get that that serotonin that that release in their fucking brain. They need that chemical release to just say it, but they don't actually say it themselves. So they can't like people can't like pinpoint it to them. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They need to have. Yeah. Something like that. They need to have an agent for the business side of stuff, but then they also need an interpreter. Like no one should be no one should be handling their own Twitter account. No. Absolutely. Goddamn no. <laughs> no. No 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 one should be <laughs> even close to any of their social media accounts. I feel like we'll get to an age where it's with, with AI where they're own, they're going to have their own little bot like that AI uh, robot yeah. that looks just like them. It's a clone of them. Yeah. But it's going to actually spew out like filtered sayings of what they want to say right 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 yeah and, and take filtered videos so we don't have a john morant gun incident yes anyways Bengals fans don't panic browns fans don't get over your head um let's see 49ers versus steelers 49ers is the best team in the nation i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say that i i i i will i'm gonna probably put a future on the 49ers uh this weekend okay I, I tell me where tell me where they they're they're not good at. Um, there it's not anything. It's not an issue of where they're not good at for me. It's more of an issue of like quarterback hi- injury history. Maybe that's it. I mean, I'm not I trying mean, to wish anything. I'm off talking on. about. I'm talking about like right now. Right oh, now. absolutely. Right I mean, now. if Brock Purdy stays healthy for the entire year, I support your decision. Yeah, I like, support your. I'll even habit. say Brock Purdy Super Bowl champion. Okay, I'll say it. I mean, if they if they if he stays healthy and they the 49ers play like they did, I, they, they I don't see like how that how anyone can score points on them. Like if you watch that game, if you watch like I didn't watch the, the game, but I watched the highlights. How can anyone score points on them? How can they get yards? Like they're that good. They're so fucking good defensively. Yeah, they have so many weapons on offense. Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk looked like a top five wide receiver. This past weekend. Oh, absolutely. Unreal. But yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, they they picked off. My notes literally say they picked off right where they left off before Brock Purdy got hurt. Yes. It's basically got a plethora of, ta- of talent around Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is making all the right decisions. Well, he, Kyle Shanahan is basically like ratatouilleing him. He's probably is he ratatouilleing him? That's okay. That makes sense. So he, instead of like just a speaker in his head, he's actually got like oh, things that's like pulling his hair. Yes, yes, that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> Robotic arms just yeah. pulling his hair. That show him he's where got to a go. Mini Shanahan up there just pulling all, pulling all the strings. If he you just will. he pulls the right side when you know the guy's open on the right end, yeah. and then pulls the left. Except the only thing is this year. How about how about. You know, when Brock Pur- if Brock Purdy goes down with injury, how about we get like a Phillip Rivers or a Tom Brady to play for the Niners? Can we do that? Because apparently last year, if like, if um, what's his face? Who played? Who played in the NFC Championship for the fucking Niners? God, I can't remember his name. Everyone was injured except for this guy. Oh, Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. If if he went down or uh, they were, yes. What was it? They were going to call up Phillip Rivers if a certain quarterback got injured for well, the NFC Championship. Well, no, Josh Johnson ended up getting hurt in the NFC Championship. Phillip Rivers was going to be called on if they made it to the Super Bowl. If they made it to the Super Bowl. That's yes. it. Yes. Just break, just, just call on Phillip Rivers anyways. Call him Tom Brady. Fuck it. Well, the Jets probably will. Yeah, they probably will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, dude, hell, let's fucking get Big Ben in there for a fucking game. Why not, dude? dude. Um, anyways. So yeah, 49ers crush the Steelers. Eagles versus Patriots, awesome game. Awesome game. Um that Jalen Hurts Here's the thing. I I want to say something good about the uh, Patriots. Like I want to say something good for the Patriots fans. Your defense is awesome. You made Jalen Hurts look like a rookie. You made Jalen Hurts look like a rookie. Honestly, if if Mac jo- you, you should have won this game. If you had Tom Brady back there, obviously. I I'm talking about 45-year-old Tom Brady. If you had anybody who was remotely clutch in the, uh, if you had anybody who was remotely clutch, y'all would have won this game. Y'all should have won this game. I, yeah, 
Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I will say it's kind of the return of the defenses a little bit in a sense. That's I, kind of I the, love it. that's love been it. kind of a common theme. Like I love it. we just said, the Patriots. We said the 49ers just now. You could attribute Browns' performance Jets. kind of a, as a uh, yeah, and the, Jets, and the Jets, Saints. Saints. So definitely a lot of good defensive performances in the first week. Which is a little odd to see sometimes. Usually the defense takes a second to catch up. Especially in the in the NFL. Um Yeah, dude, I The Eagles they they I, I they, they have a lot of young guys, so it's gonna take them a little bit to mm-hmm. get going. Um one thing I one note I had was Zeke looks weird not in a Dallas uniform. He he looks weird in the Patriots uniform. The only good thing I have to say about that is he doesn't look that fat because of the darker colors. Okay, darker colors. Darker colors like the navy, the, the darker blue kind of hides the fat. Yeah, every so, female knows that. Yes. Yes, every female does. Um the uh it looks like Kenneth Gainwell is going to be the back in Philly, which is surprising to me because I definitely thought it was going to be DeAndre Swift. Or Rashad Penny. I mean, yeah, <laughs> any Penny, of those could have been. Rashad Penny had, did, did pretty well last year, towards the end of last year. Um, I don't know. It's uh, We'll see. I think the AFC East is completely wide open. Completely wide open. Um, I think, and the reason I say that is because of how the Buffalo Bills looked and because, yeah, sure, right now it looks like Miami is probably going to win it. But Tua is going to get hurt. Okay. Tua is going to get hurt, and without Tua, Miami's mediocre. Yes, very true. But they did pick up Mike White, who will you know throw, throw five hundred yards. Well, I was going to say five hundred yards one game. One game. That's it. Oh no, yeah, Mike White's only good for one game. He's good for one game. That's it. That's it. Um, let's see. You got the Cowboys versus Giants. Uh, yeah, Cowboys defense is really good. Yeah. It, they, they're good. It's a common, again, common theme, you know. Defenses, yeah. There was a lot of good defenses this week, and uh, Cowboys was another one. It, yep. I mean, Daniel Jones had my, nightmares of Michael uh, Michael Parsons the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, I did th- I did find it funny that, mm-hmm. you know, they paid Daniel Jones $40 million a year to lose by 40 points. Oh, that, that, oh man, I love those. Yes. I love those. Those are so much fun. To, <laughs> they're so much fun to watch. And yeah. like it, the internet has a field day with those. It's oh yes, great. it's great. Um, yeah, I, I just got one little complaint. I uh, in my fantasy league, I uh, I had the Cowboys defense. They got me forty points, and I still lost. Ouch. You want to talk about you want to talk about down bad, down bad, down bad, <laughs> not good. It's definitely not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's not that's not great. But yeah, um, I I don't. Uh, is Dallas back? Is Dallas good? Please say it ain't we'll, so. We'll have to see. It's either Dallas is back or Giants suck. I think I'm I'm hoping the Giants suck. But anyways, uh, let's get to the last game. I got marked off. Lions versus Chiefs. The Thursday night game. Great start. I loved it. Great start to the NFL season. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I could I don't think I could have asked for a better game as far as like in our opinion. Mm-hmm. We're big Dan Campbell guys. Oh yeah. And obviously they're the the super reigning Super Bowl champions, the Chiefs, blah blah blah. Um the the Lions look good. The Lions do look good. They look good, man. Amon Ross St. Brown, top three wide receiver. I'll say it right now. Dog. 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 Bro, he Aiden Hutchinson, dog, dog, <laughs> blew up the fucking Chiefs O line. Yeah, dog, dog, dude. I like he, the the Lions man. It was just like they were making all the right moves. Sam Laporta, dog, dog, dog. <laughs> just as a rookie already on this first game. Yeah, but that's like a classic Iowa tight end type of thing. I mean, he looked good. Like he definitely, yeah, fits that Iowa classic mold. Iowa that's a great tight point. End mold. It's beautiful. I love tight tight ends from Iowa are just the best. Yeah, they're the best. Um, happy for Dan Campbell and the Lions fans, man. This is this is a much needed win. Um, I it just you get that feeling that the Lions are here. Like you know, like they they're they're a force to be reckoned with. It, you always thought that, like you know, a, even when the Lions won in the past, it's like oh, it's still kind of like a write off. Like you you don't really worry about the Lions. Yeah. 
The Lions are here. They're, yeah. They're good. Yep. And they're here to fake fake a punt, you know, in the first quarter on their own 17-yard line. Dan Campbell's ball sack is bulging, dude. It yeah. is purple because it's stretching so fucking far. And I tell you what, it wasn't the only thing that was ballsy. Sean Payton pulled another ballsy move. He actually onside kicked it the first kick of the game. Like, Sean Payton's addicted to onside kicks. He's a, he's addicted to weird onside kick yeah, times. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. He's addicted to <laughs> to the weird onside kicks. Like, like it's in 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 random parts of the game that it shouldn't be onside kicks. Like they didn't even have the score graphic up, and when it showed up, it was 15 minutes on the first quarter. Like he right. did it the first entire play of the game. Right. Right. And he got it. He got it. Well, I did it. I, I no, he got he got it. They just didn't score. <laughs> The Broncos. It's so uh, sad. Oh man, the Broncos are just. Yeah. Anyways, um, we got let's uh, let's um, poor Kadarius Tony. Yeah. I like it, it, at first. Obviously, this is almost an entire week from the game because we're recording Tuesday and the game happened Thursday. At first, I was making fun of him. Now I just kind of feel bad. Mm, no, I think we. Get, I think you kind of keep making fun of him at this point. You gotta, you gotta grind him down. And I mean, you know what? He may, he may be a second half team. He may just, you know, come along the second half of the year. Yeah. But um, I kind of looked at the uh, the NFL scri- uh, script commercial. I don't know if if pe- a lot of people have been watching those, but they've been hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But, the NFL script. I loved how the NFL's leaned into that. Oh yes. The, they've kind of leaned into NFL scripted. Mm-hmm. So they yeah, it, and they've they've found a way to just completely profit off of it. It's beautiful. So the segment, the no hand catch. Yeah. They were like, oh yeah, Jamar Chan- Jamar Chase is uh, has a no handed catch this year. Yep. And he's like, how does that happen? Happen. Well, Kadarius Tony actually tried to do that yeah. this time because he had no hands this game. <laughs> he did, he did. <laughs> I it's it, it's it's just a tough look. It's that that picture that went around of him on that the play on that pick six. It's like you you you, you know you can do anything with the with the fucking camera these days, and they freeze framed it right when like the ball was going right in his hands, and it's mm-hmm. like. Somehow this play ended up <laughs> in a pick six. A pick six. It's it's a terrible look. Yeah. Terrible look. Um, I do have something for you, Joe. Okay. This is the first time in the history of the NFL that the Jacksonville Jaguars, the um, Las Vegas Raiders, the the Jacks, the Jaguars, the Raiders, the Lions, the Browns all start one and zero. Whoa. Yeah. The That's history like, of the NFL. Yes. Wow. Because, well, because the Jags didn't start till 1995. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still. History of the NFL. And um, speaking of the Raiders game, I did, let's 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 just dive into this just for a second. The Broncos, tough. They don't look so good. Yeah, like it's it, you have to start thinking like what is wrong with them. Like, yeah, if you feel like they've done all the right moves. Russell Wilson, that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. And the other thing from this game is Jacoby Myers is a fucking dog. He's a dog. dog. He's a dog. Dog. Love he, Jacoby Myers. He got reunited with McDaniels and, yep, went dog mode. Yep, yep. And Jimmy Garoppolo is just doing barely enough to, to win. Yep. So, Russell um, Wilson, stop, kip- stop kissing babies. Stop kissing babies. Um, anyways, you got anything else on the NFL? That was a it was a great great first weekend. Yep. I, I was uh I was very very uh, pumped about it. Um, so let's get to some college football. College football, I uh fuck I don't know which game to start with, Joe. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give you a toss up. Do you want to do Colorado Nebraska? Do you want to do Alabama Texas? Well, I'll say let's not start. Let's start in the you know at the end, and then go back to the beginning with you know kind of making references towards the end. Oh, okay. So like how most most movies do, they start <laughs> yeah. start with the end and then go then make go back to the beginning and then refer back to the end. Make their ways through, back all then. throughout the movie. Okay. Yes. So what does that mean? Uh, Colorado, Nebraska. Okay. Um, dude, Colorado is must see TV. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there. Shador Sanders, Travis, Travis Hunter, um, dude, Xavier Weaver. Mm-hmm. Xavier Weaver's a dog. Yeah, dog. 
we're just going to see more and more of these players stand out too. I mean, when you got when you got two signature cornerstones and you know, in Sanders and Travis Hunter, which by the way, Travis Hunter truck uh, tracker alert, he's at 278 snaps for the year. Wow, wow. Do we know who's second? Don't know who's second, but he's done 126 the first game, first or the 152 the first game, 126 the second game. That's insane. That's yeah. that that is fucking wild. And you know, most of both of those games, those are twice as many as any other player. Yeah, they're twice as many because yeah. he plays both sides. It's it, it's wild, um, dude. It just goes to show the TCU game wasn't a fluke. Colorado is here. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders is here. He, he they're they're fucking here. Yeah. Um, I uh I just I'm 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 on the the Shador Sanders for Heisman hype train. Oh, absolutely. What was it? 31 of 42, 393 yards passing and two touchdowns? Yeah. I I I love the way he's in the pocket. He goes in the pocket. He, he doesn't he's not a run first even though he's quick. Yeah, he's, he's fast. very very fast. He is a very much a pass first quarterback. Yep. Yep. Um, I, and he does, like you said, he, he, you love this. He keeps his eyes downfield. Yep. Keeps oh, his yeah. eyes downfield. Um, and honestly he should, because he's got four fucking stud receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, on the other side of the, uh, on the other side of the ball, Nebraska, Matt rule, he needs a call. He, he'll need a year to, to implement his system. Let's put it that way. I want to, I want to, um, I want to be nice to Nebraska fans. Okay. Okay. I want to be nice to Nebraska fans because it's not looking great. They're 0 and 2. Um they have Northern Illinois next week, so it's a it's their get right game. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people including our LSU Tigers had the get right game this uh this past weekend. Um so yeah. Sucks for Nebraska. Sucks for Nebraska. There's always next year. Well, when you have sucked for the last 23 years, it's not going to be an overnight thing. Like true, they haven't been good since the 90s. Yeah. So since the like you know, in their passionate fan base, they still probably still have the fan base of that of an Alabama, but does not have the team. It has more of the team of like a UTEP. You're right. You're right. You're right. They. Yeah, that's the, I think that's a great way to describe it. They have the Alabama fans. But <laughs> team of UTEP. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Colorado has Colorado State next week. Um, should be easy. Should, shouldn't be too much. Um, you, Deion Sanders, I, this, is, this could be like a slip-up game. Um, I don't think Deion's going to let that happen. Well, this will be a telltale sign of how he is if he just picks his uh, team up for big games. Yes, that's true. That is true. So, like, you know. Nick Saban was perfect at, at, at that. Mm-hmm. He, he he made sure – he actually hyped up his team more during these, these like, little games versus the uh, the big games. Than the big games, yep. Yeah. Keep himself disciplined. Yep. Um, all right, let's go – let's move on to Alabama versus Texas. Is Texas back? <laughs> Here's my thing. Or is the dynasty dead? Well, here we can get into that. So my thing with this game, I think Sarkeesian let Ewers uh, air it out way more than he normally would have if they if Texas was playing any other team. I think he I think he kind of just threw the playbook out the window. I mean, well, this was a this was a typical Steve Sarkeesian play call, but I think he kind of like let it loose a little bit. Um, because that's what that's what teams do against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they, I mean, it's almost like a you got nothing to lose type of thing, and so you just throw everything out there. Yeah, you know, and I think that's what he did with Quentin Ewers. Ewers, I think he let the guy throw the ball because he was what um, he had thirty seven what thirty seven pass attempts. He was oh he, yeah he was slinging it. He was slinging it. Yeah he he was he was chucking the ball. Um. I, I think it was just a well-coached game by Steve Sarkeesian, and Alabama's not as good as they have been in previous years. Yeah, perfectly said. I mean, I, yeah, last year, Quinn Ewers uh, went out of this game, mm-hmm. and they were very much in it and also looked like they were pro- probably going to win it at that point. But um, obviously, you know, Alabama was able to squeeze off a narrow victory. But, yeah, uh we're going to hear from Texas that uh, Texas fans that Texas is back like a lot 
even from uh, Matthew McConaughey, yep. who was on the sidelines with uh, Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee. That was uh, that was actually kind of cool to it see. It was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Yeah, that's the only thing I really do care about Texas yeah. is Matthew McConaughey and his fandom. Uh, like, I just like the passion, how passionate he is. Yes, I agree. So, yeah, oh, he loves Texas. Yeah, but, I think he loves Texas football more than more than Texas loves Texas football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be. That could be. And then, uh, obviously, you know, Pat McAfee's energy just mixed in with with Matthew McConaughey's. It's the best. Yeah, it works perfect. But um, yeah, no, my other notes on this was uh, Milro Milro um, the black Tim Tebow kind of just looks more of a, like a t- tight end. He's not. Bit. He's not the answer. He's, I, I literally have that Milrose isn't the answer. He's so jacked. I know. Yeah. He's so jacked. He does not look like a quarterback. No, he, he. you're right. He looks like a tight end. Yeah. He looks like a tight end. I I, I don't think he's the guy. I don't think he's the guy. I think. He had some um, bad interceptions. Like, yeah. there's there's one, there's like, you know, maybe overthrowing a guy or like, you know, Maybe it bouncing off. Obviously, if it tips off a defender, is not as bad as uh, or defense off. If it tips off the receiver's hands, it's not as bad as an right, interception. Right. I know what you mean. Yeah, oh yeah. Unearned, sure. unearned interceptions. Unearned interceptions. But he had somewhere it was just a bad read, and the, like the guys read it the entire time. He was staring him down. Staring him down. The defenders read it. Just took it. Yeah. Um. I don't. It just seems like Bama doesn't really have an identity. You know, most all, like all the Nick Saban teams, they have some type of identity. Are they? They're a run offense. You know, they or they have these stud wide receivers. They just chuck them up to. Or their defense is badass. Their offensive line might be the best run blocking. They just don't seem to have an identification this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think they they haven't figured it out. And I. That's something new that I haven't seen from Nick Saban in a long time. Um, I don't know if he has the per- the right personnel that he needs, that he wants, or what the deal is. Well, remember, both of his coordinators did leave. So Pete right. Golden left, and as well as his offense coordinator Bill O'Brien. Right, right. Bill O'Brien went to went back to the Patriots. Huh? Yep, yep. Um, uh, yeah, I understand that, but it, it just it, it's it seems it just looks really weird, you know. It's it's an uncharacteristic uh, thing for a Nick Saban coached team. So I just think he's kind of on his way out, dude. I literally Saban too old for this shit. Because I mean, yeah, the age is age is getting up there. I don't I don't know if his like heart's like all in it as much anymore. He's he's doing Thursdays with the Pat McAfee show. Like, yeah, that's that's weird. That's weird. For, that's weird. Well, it's weird for Nick Saban. It's weird for Nick Saban. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he keeps doing commercials with Deion Sanders, and then yeah, um, but the Affleck, the Affleck commercials, those actually represent Nick Saban because he looks so fucking awkward. In them. <laughs> like they and they continue to air those Affleck commercials when he's just like he clearly doesn't look like he wants to be there. Yeah, but he's still doing them. Because in an early well, no, Nick I think Saban, they're just, they're just airing them. In an early Nick Saban, well, obviously they're just they're. Well, I think I mean, they're just still airing the same the same ones. Well, obviously he or he does come in and do like a set of commercials, and then they air those throughout the year. But um, but I don't know. I just think his focus is elsewhere. It's not as much on football as it used to be. And so I, I think yeah, it just seems like the signs are there that he's on his way out. He's on his way out. Is this, is this um, Nick Saban's last season at, at Alabama? Is this Nick Saban's second to last season at Alabama? Is it's this good. Nick Saban's last season coaching football? Does he want to deal with the the NIL transfer world that college football is about to be? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he has the personality for it. I think he's a recruit, homegrown Make your own system, or he has his own system, and then you he picks the guys who fits his system. He, I think that's that's kind of the college football coach that he is. Yeah, like I, I don't think Bear Bryant would have made it in today's college. You got a good point. There, there's, got some, a good point. there's just some coaches that are built for their era, and I think Nick Saban, like you said, he might be on his way out. Um, but yeah, Texas might be back. I don't think so. I think they just uh. They showed up for Alabama. I think they're going to get upset by uh, a less, the very inferior team. It's either one or two. Texas yep. is back, or the dynasty is dead. Yep. We'll see. Speaking of Texas, uh, let's go to Texas A and M. Jimbo Fisher kind of on the hot seat. It's got to be on the hot seat. I, I think Miami might be good. 
I really do think they are actually kind of good. Well, I, I love Mario Cristobal. I think he's a great fucking coach. I don't think that their Texas A&M is as bad. But Jimbo Fisher's got to be on the hot seat. I mean, you can't, you still can't lose to that. I mean, regardless of what you think of Mario Cristobal and what yada yada yada, what Miami. I mean, obviously he's going to build that program and they're going to be good at a certain point. But uh, look, A and M had a block punt. Miami muffed the punt early in this game, and Miami still blew them out by 15 points. I'm going to give credit to their quarterback Van Dyke. He had what he had like five touchdowns. Yeah, he did. Something like that. He had a Van Dyke had a great fucking game. Yeah, I. Uh, but to put it in perspective, is that because the defense played awful, or was it Van Dyke? Because Van Dyke also had one touchdown against Miami, Ohio, the right. week before. I, I don't. You're right. You're right. It's an excellent point. Yeah, it's an excellent point. I didn't realize he had only one touchdown versus Miami, Ohio. But you, I, I have seen you've exactly stated how the media has spin this like oh man Miami's really really good you know it wasn't like all Texas A&M's fault and it was like I'm, I don't know I, I'm not buying it I, I think Jimbo's gonna be in the hot seat later on down the road I think it's this is telltale uh, for signs to come so should we be asking is Jimbo is this Jimbo Fisher's last year at Texas A&M <laughs> dude let's see let's see if those oil guys can you know get that money just buy out the rest of his fucking contract mm-hmm Let's hope so. I hate. I fucking hate Jimbo Fisher, and 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 it, it pains me to say because he started his career at LSU. He was the offensive coordinator for the 2003 uh, national championship team, the sole national championship team that year. Yep. Um, at LSU, um, so it it, it does it does kind of suck. It does kind of suck. Um, but yeah, I kind of hate him. Yeah, I kind of hate him. Well, I mean, he, he he morphed into Bobby Bowden, which we don't like that. So. No, no, fuck Bobby Bowden. Yeah, no. Um. So yeah, Miami Miami beat Texas A and M pretty good. Um, Texas uh, Jimbo Fisher on the hot seat. Um. Let's see. I want to do Ole Miss versus Tulane because uh you know we're in Louisiana. Got to do the hometown. Here's my thing with Tulane. I don't think Tulane's the little guy anymore. I think teams are actually prepping for Tulane now. Like they're they're prepping for Tulane like they're a Power Five team instead of an inferior, basically, um, FCS team. Well, if you beat the national media darling in USC on primetime television. Yeah, but I, here's my thing with with the bowl games nowadays. The bowl games, the players don't let the, the players don't even want to play the bowl game. The the so like they're all they're doing all the main players are doing is getting ready for the draft, uh and like they they just don't care so like I yes Tulane beating USC last year in the bowl game, awesome and it's a it's a tribute to how well um Willie Fritz is coaching that team it was a tribute to how good their their talent was, I I just don't I don't I don't like using bowl games anymore as like a uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It, it, I don't like using the bowl games as like a testament to how good a team is. Like, I but I do think that teams are starting to recognize that Tulane is really fucking good. Yeah, well, and they still played good in this game. They were actually up by ten against Ole Miss, and they didn't even have their first uh, starting quarterback play in the entire game. If if the game had ended in the third after the third quarter, Tulane would have won. Yep. Fucking Ole Miss scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. 28 points in the fourth quarter. Like, that was a meltdown. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what was going I, I Willie Fritz was letting Horton throw the ball. The quarterback for Tulane, Horton. Mm-hmm. Um, he was letting him throw the ball. He threw 30, 37 pass attempts. Um, I, I, Dude, Tulane, keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Like, you ran into an SEC opponent that was... Really fucking good. I think Ole Miss is kind of slept on. I don't. I, yep. I think they're a little underrated. I like nobody's picking them to come even close in the West. I think they'll make some noise against Alabama. I think. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to pick them against LSU, but I think they're. I think they're going to beat majority of the teams in the in the West. Yeah, I th- I think so too. They they're definitely they definitely in my opinion are better than a Texas A and M. I agree. I agree. I think Ole Miss will be Texas A and M. Um, they, but I guess my point is Tulane doesn't have that surprise factor anymore. Like they don't, 
they're not going to come up and surprise people anymore because people are prepping. They're yeah. like, oh, Tulane's good. So we're going to prep like they're good. Um, but yeah. I'm excited for Tulane, man. So they, They're playing Southern Miss next week. I think that'll be an easy, easy W. They, they'll have a good season this yeah, year. I agree. For sure. I agree. Especially if Matt, uh, Michael Pratt can get back and with his perfect games. Dude, he's so, he's so fucking good. So good. Um, let's see. Let's do USC versus Stanford real quick. Caleb Williams, 19 to 21, 281, three tutties, first half. Like they, the, the USC pulled all their starters out from the first half. They had a 28 quarters or 28 point second quarter. Yeah. And then 49 in the first, uh, first half, 49 points in the first half. Yeah. That's like an LSU Oklahoma playoff game. Dude. It, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, to to be a wide receiver on the USC team right now, like they had, I think they had like 12, 13, 14 guys catch a pass in that game, catch multiple passes in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you got to be just like oozing if you're a fucking receiver right now. Oh, yeah. For US, USC. And you know how lo- Lincoln Ryan loves to throw that ball. And he's got himself Caleb Williams, who's basically an Oprah back there. Just like, hey, you get a catch. You get a catch. You get a catch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> he just throws it to everybody. It's amazing. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, USC USC look good. Let, let's, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. They they probably have no defense, but they, they look fucking good. They look good. Um, Let's get to UNC versus Appalachian State. The only reason I'm saying this is because Appalachian State came this close to doing it again. Again. <laughs> doing it again, bro. It's like beating a dead horse with this shit, man. Oh, my like, gosh. Why don't teams prep for App State? <laughs> they're the upset kings. Gosh, they are. They took them to double overtime. They're the potential giant killers like every single time. Every year, dude, they'll do it. Talk about a team that gets hyped. Hyped for a big, hyped man. You know, for a big opponent. Like they have, like, like whoever schedules this, the does their schedule has to has to schedule at least two top twenty five opponents every year. Every year. Every year. Because because they they're gonna beat one of them. They're gonna beat one of them. Um. And App State is basically it's in North Carolina. Right. Yeah. So I, I like was... Drake. I like Drake May. I think Drake May is a great quarterback. I th- I don't think he's gonna be. The number two quarterback gone in the in the draft. I think uh, I think Shador Sanders is is gonna go um, above above Drake May. I'm not saying really? number one. I'm not saying number one. I'm okay. still thinking Caleb Williams to the Cardinals. Yeah, that's, I mean that, that makes the most sense. That's the, that's the one thing. I think Shador Sanders will gradually progress higher than Drake May. Dang, going primetime junior, huh? Fuck yeah, dude. Um, yeah, and sure, I might be just riding the fucking hype train that is that is the Colorado Buffaloes. But I, I I I love Shador Sanders right now. Love him. Um real quick, let's do Washington State versus Wisconsin. Luke Fickle era off to a one one start. I I expected him to win this. I kinda want I I I, I, I thought the Big Ten is back. Uh, I, this is what I'm I'm gathering. The SEC's on its way out and the Big Ten is back and I'm sorry. Well the Pac twelve is doing their farewell tour. Okay. I but the Big Ten is back. The big the Big Ten's here, right? That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm seeing. And uh, I guess, what if what if the Pac-12 just look, like does phenomenal this year and just like resents all of their bids to other conferences? like all the teams resent is in their uh... yeah. They're just like, oh yeah, just kidding. We're actually pretty good this year. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay. Ah shoot, that'd be a comeback story of the ages. Comeback story of the ages. That'd be that'd be hilarious. That that's that's a potential Netflix document docu series yeah. oh, for yeah, sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, like where it all went wrong. Yeah, oh. I actually know. You know what? I take that back. That's not docu series material. That's more of like Disney Disney movie. That is a that's Disney a Disney movie, movie uh, storyline right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, back at like all those get Air Buds yeah, and like real, sports movies that they come real. out with. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, it, everything falls apart, but you got that one hero. Yeah. That that. Brings it all back together. Um, let's do uh, another another Pac-12 team. Arizona versus Mississippi State. Um, I think Zach Arnett and the the Bulldogs dodged a, a bullet here. Um, they it was it was a close game. I I think Mississippi State is really one dimensional. I think that they they just need to just 
if someone can stop their run, then they're done. Even with Will Rogers as quarterback? Yeah, even with Will Rogers as quarterback. I mean, he hasn't had the greatest passer rating so thus far this season, but um but yeah. No, um I, I think everybody just likes Will Rogers because he has experience. I don't think he's that I don't think he's that good. Plus he's got that Will he's got that name, Will Rogers. That's a quarterback name. That's a, oh that's a that that's almost as as much of a quarterback name as Will Levis. Yeah, or Jackson Dart. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Dart might be the best quarterback name of all time. I mean, but also you got General Booty in there too. We've got assortment of Gen- them this General, year. See, I, I don't know. General Booty is just like a, a porn star's name, but yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Too. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's get to let's do a little bit of Auburn versus California. Um, it was an ugly win. Hugh Freeze got to figure something else. Auburn's not very good. I, I'll just I'll just go ahead and say that. Oh. I know. Auburn's not very good. But they're two and zero. I know. Good for them. <laughs> they're not very good. Yeah, I don't think Cal is a California is that good of a team. And then they played a cupcake game the first game too. Right. Um, but that's just perfect for what Auburn's trying to do right now. It's just get Hugh Freeze acclimated into what this team's going to be in its identity w- without strippers. Without strippers, without yes. strippers, yes. Um, I mean, we we still don't know. He could have strippers there, like California. They have a lot of strippers, I think. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, I would. Yeah, Auburn doesn't have very many strip clubs. I was gonna say Auburn. Yeah, it would be tough to get a lot of strippers from there. Yeah, no, the Auburn prostitution is not very big in Auburn. Um, you know where he would thrive? Surprisingly, the number one. City in America for human trafficking is Dayton, Ohio. Okay, human trafficking. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, Hugh Freeze is probably going to do all of it. University of Dayton. Yeah, University of Dayton. That's that's got Hugh Freeze's name written all over it. Okay. Um, but yeah, they got to figure. Auburn's got to figure it out. Yep. Um. All right. Let's get to. You know what? Let's fucking get to LSU versus Grambling. Fuck it. Let's go. Okay. Um. This was a get right game. Yep. And this was what you call taking out your frustrations on an inferior opponent. Mm-hmm. I do not feel bad for winning 72 to 10. Nope. Not one bit. I don't feel bad that Jaden Daniels had five touchdowns in, in what, like the first half or something? Something like that. And I don't feel bad that Diggs ran all over him. I don't feel bad that we ran up the score. I don't feel bad that we looked like a fucking varsity team versus a freshman team. I don't feel bad about any of it. I don't. It was. It, it felt fucking good. It felt good to beat a team seventy-two to ten after the monstrosity that I had to fucking watch last week against Florida State. It was. It it, it was it was nice. It was a it was like a cool breath of fresh air. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you got when you have a game like that, especially a week one um, performance, and especially a letdown, it, it's basically full throttle to the end. It's you don't want to let up, and no, that's fuck why that. that's why that makes the case seventy-two points. Yeah, that's not even enough, to be honest with you, if I'm really calculating it correctly. I wanted triple digits. Yes. I don't care. Like, uh, that's how pissed off I was this week. Um, yeah, Grambling State, if you <laughs> – there was a call, there was a time I was watching the game, and I think it was in the third quarter, and we had, like, our second and third string game in there. And, Joe, it looked – we were on the goal line, and it looked like our offense alignment versus their defense alignment. It really looked like a, a college team versus a – high school JV team. Yeah. It really did. Like, the guys on Grambling's D-line were so small mm-hmm. compared to our giant offensive linemen. Yep. It, I didn't care. I wanted them to pummel them and, and, go, and, and run it in the end zone. Yep. I was happy with our running game. Yes. I was going to mention, that's the notes I had. Logan Diggs, 115 yards. Yep. True freshman Caleb Jackson yep. came in with 62 yards. Obviously, I know, obviously, that's more of a backup time, but we needed a spark on with the running game, and that's that's it right there. Yep. I uh, We needed Jaden Daniels got, got back in his groove, whatever, whatever he had going on in his head last week. That's gone. I mean, look, I just want him to actually throw it down the field. So if even if it's starting off with Grambling, hey, I'll take it at first. Starting off with Grambling, and hey, let's let's keep it going against Mississippi State. Like I said earlier, stop the run. You got Mississippi State. That's it. Um, look, last year we lost to Florida State. We lost to Tennessee. And going into the Texas A&M game, we had the SEC championship game secured. 
Okay, we were a lock to get into the SEC championship game, and if we had beaten Texas last year, last year, if we had beaten Texas A&M and beaten Georgia going in the SEC championship game, we would have been in the playoffs with two losses. Okay, so this is this season ain't over. This season ain't over. That's my point. We lost to Florida State last year. We lost to Tennessee last year. And going into that Texas A&M game, we had basically the playoffs in our grasp. If mm-hmm. we had just beaten Texas A&M and beaten Georgia. Okay? Yeah. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear shit. Yeah, we lost to Florida State. Mike Norville coached a game. A great, great fucking game. He coached out of his ass. And Florida State's just a really good team. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, they had an, themselves another win, got themselves propelled into number three. Yeah, they, would they score like 66 points? They demolished whoever they played. Something like that. But, yeah, no, it's a, it's a long season. Um, long I, season. I'm here for it, and basically we've got a couple games get right. Mississippi State, Arkansas coming up. So, I, I'm, I'm feeling fine, especially I, after, look, this, after this game. Yep. The only thing I had that upset me was I would have liked to see Grambling State get their 10 points at the end of the game, but they got it at the first quarter, which is a little bit of um, – means that they need to work on some defense a little bit. But at the same time, yep, I think it was a good win. And I think I think Brian Kelly's going to gonna prep for Mississippi State and Arkansas as well. I, they, Mississippi State, like I said, stopped the run. Arkansas contained K.J. Jefferson. And I think you got it. It's, yeah. it's 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 pretty simple, and you get on a momentum. You you get on a roll. You grab some momentum. You you get started, and then finish the season off. Um, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm back on. I'm back on. Back on. Last week I was I was pissed. This week back on. Yep. You got Same anything here. else? You got anything else on college football you want to talk about? Um. Well, do we want to talk about the the Mel Tucker firing? Yeah. Let's uh, let's get to Mel Tucker. Um. <laughs> So if I heard the story correctly, he sexually assaulted a lady who was preaching about sexual assault, right? Or that that was the like sexual the like like prevention. What is, am I getting this right? Or I, to be honest with you, I only heard mums a word as far as this investigation goes. So I haven't heard anything. Well, apparently they brought this this girl in to preach about like the 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 how bad like sexual assault is to preach against like against like how bad rape is like you know find like the cues or like the signals if if like a girl is in trouble or if a guy is in trouble whatever and he sexually assaulted her. That's weird. Which is like it's just. The the biggest the the most ironic thing of all time. Do you think maybe it was? This is conspiracy thought. Do you think maybe this is a, a setup by Michigan State to get rid of Mel Tucker because he sucks and that he had a terrible buyout clause on his contract. Yeah. So oh. then to not have to buy out his contract. Ooh. <laughs> this is juicy, Joe. Yes. This is juicy. I know. I know. I my love, my I, mind went there. I love a good conspiracy theory because you're right. You're right. His buyout clause is, is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know that. I don't know the details of it, but I I do know that because like they should have fired him last year. Yep. Michigan State was not good last year, and it was all because of Mel Tucker, and everybody knew about it. But and they you, could. And you were just talking about him being on the hot seat this year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he is. I mean, he, well, obviously, <laughs> he was a little hotter than uh, than we thought. Yes. Might be because of a little, you know, some crabs or herpes or something down there. But uh, yeah, it, it, he he's. I mean, he's gone. So what they got the interim. Oh, what's his fucking name? Um, Barnett, Harold Barnett, Har- Harlan Barnett. Harlan Barnett is the interim right now. Um, I'm not. I don't know anything about him, but. I guess it doesn't really matter because it's, it's temporary, right? Um, it is temporary, but I did hear that they hired on an assistant, Mark D'Antonio. Mark D'Antonio, yes, they did. They so did. I don't know. Maybe he's, he in his his uh, his position is assistant head coach. Yes. So let's a little translation. Mike D'Antonio's he's coaching the team. He'll be back. Yeah, yeah, he's back. He's back. Love it. Love it. Um. So yeah, yeah. Anything else on college football? That's about it. Uh, let's see. The only thing I have left is uh, good old U.S. Open ended, and um, Djokovic won his twenty fourth Grand Slam. He's a go. He's the best of all time. Yeah. I don't care what anybody else says. He's the, he's the fucking best. I would have liked to seen uh, Carlos Al- um, Alcaraz 
be the uh and him be the final matchup get that, yeah get get the rematch again but Dude, still Med- medvedev is is nasty he's, i was about to say you know he, he's it was a still very a great... good tennis player and I, I love how they black out the russian flag <laughs> right it's, yeah it's great <laughs> it's like nope nope you don't exist um but yeah no medvedev is is a phenomenal tennis player um and yeah Djokovic is just the best novak He's just, he's just the best. And he's saying Beastie Boys. Did you see that? No. Oh, after after his win against... um, Oh, fuck. Who did he beat? God, I can't I can't think of who he beat. He beat somebody. Um, And at the end, he was, he literally was talking to the reporter. And then he just goes into the microphone and he says, You gotta fight for your right to party. Oh, nice. he's, he, oh he's my favorite fucking player of all time. Nice. Yeah, I love I love Djokovic. But yeah. Anyways, so good old uh good old US Open. I think tennis is over, which is about about time cuz football is here, baby. Football is here. Football is here. You got anything else, Joe? That's about it. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Love y'all. Later.